The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast. Good morning, everyone on the West Coast. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. You know, today we're talking about the power of laughter that we often don't realize how therapeutic and important and vital laughter can be for our lives. And my guest is Pragido Dove, who transformed her pain and fear into joy and inner peace. She's the founder of Laughing Buddha's Network and president of Discover Meditation Training, Inc., a cutting-edge meditation training company. She is trained extensively as a meditation teacher, master, and spiritual teacher in India and holds a master's degree in education. She's a master hypnotherapist, hypnotherapist, and she has a brand new book called Laughter, Tears, Silence, Expressive Meditations to Calm Your Mind and Open Your Heart. Welcome, Brigitte. Well, thank you, uh, Patricia. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, good. I'm glad to have you on the program, too. Um, what I'd like to first start out with is how you came up with the Laughing Buddhist Network. Well, that's, that's a great question. That arose out of my Laughter Meditation 101 uh, teleclass program, where my first, the first time I ran that program, my students didn't want it to end because they were enjoying it so much. So I created the Laughter Meditation 202, and we did another series. They didn't want that to end, so I created 303, and they didn't want that mm. to end. So um, I then knew I, you know, there was no more to teach there. But then I came up with the idea of the Laughing Buddha's Network so that we could all stay connected, everybody who's interested in having more love and laughter and inner peace in their lives uh, can join. It's free to join. Which is great. Now, what are the things that you do in your classes? Well, in my classes, uh, for example, in the Laughter Meditation Teleclass Program, I teach the many dimensions of the benefits of laughter and the many dimensions of benefits of, of meditation. And it's it's really surprising, Patricia, how many benefits there are, for example, with laughter. In my first book, I wrote one chapter about laughter, and in my latest book, I wrote a third of the book about the benefits of laughter because, you know, it, it's something we all, everybody can laugh, and it's a part of our lives, but... When you make a deliberate practice of laughter, you know, deliberately seek to laugh more, then you can really tap into the positive 
benefits of the law of attraction and really create a much happier, a more successful life. All right. What about tough situations, Brigitte? What about divorce, loss of a child or a parent or a family member? What about bankruptcy? What about laughter during those times? How do you apply that? Well, uh, the second half of my book is called Tears, and sometimes we don't feel like laughing. We, we feel more like crying, mm-hmm. and we need to cry because we, we are supposed to cry. That's why we have tear ducts, and crying is very, very healing. And so as part of my programs, yes, I certainly teach the benefits of laughter and having a positive attitude, um, but sometimes, I mean, you mentioned the death of a child. Uh, we need to we need to just cry and face the pain. And the best way to heal the grief is through facing and accepting what's happened and um, allowing the feelings. So that, of course, for example, losing a child—that's never something we're going to be happy about, but. We can come to a peace with it. We can mm-hmm. come to a deep acceptance and a peace with so it. So that may not include laughter. Um, well, you know, it's an interesting question because um, when we have something deeply sad in our lives, we certainly must, um, you know, allow ourselves to cry if we feel we need to cry. But that doesn't mean we can't laugh. So, you know, for example, when when my dad died, he always liked to laugh a lot and was always telling jokes. And, of course, I had a tremendous amount of grief. But when I thought about him and remembered him, um, it filled me with joy and gratefulness that I'd had such a great dad for all, all the many mm. years that I had him. Mm. So I kind of found myself alternating. Sometimes I was in the tears and sometimes I was in the laughter and the joy and the gratefulness that I had such a wonderful dad. So what you learn through these meditation techniques is you kind of learn this dance. So it's like the comedy of life and the tragedy of life. And both are there. And nobody has a perfect life that you can laugh all the way through. Mm-hmm. But when you learn uh, this meditation approach to make laughter meditation and to make tears a meditation, then you learn uh, to dance between the two so that you can always get healing and have the most positive um, attitude that's possible given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Can you, if you have your book handy, Laughter, Tears, Silence, Expressive Meditations to Calm Your Mind and Open Your Heart, if you have that, it would be really nice to hear one of the shorter meditations that you think is very powerful. Well, uh, the shortest meditation I have is the 30-second stop technique, because I figure... If I ask people who say they don't have time for meditation, do you have 30 seconds? It's hard mm-hmm. for them to say no. Mm-hmm. So in the 30-second stop technique, the idea is that you can do this anytime, anywhere. And what you do is 
you just stop for 30 seconds and breathe and notice how your body is feeling. Notice what is going on with your mind. Is it in the future? Is it in the past? Or is it in the present moment? And what are your feelings? Mm. It's really about just noticing and it's like checking in with yourself. And there's no way you're supposed to feel. There's no way your mind is supposed to be. It's simply noticing what is Mm. in your present moment awareness. And what that does, because it's so easy to lose ourselves in the activities of our day, Mm. and if we stop for that, 30 seconds it brings us into the present moment which is always highly beneficial and it helps to create a habit of being in the present moment yeah. and it uh, it really helps the body because the breathing see so often when we get tense we forget to breathe yes and this little technique it, it, it's a very simple technique but it's very very powerful and it's just breathing and, and stopping for 30 seconds. And do you count the 30 seconds? No, I, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea to count. It doesn't have to be exactly 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's just a guide. It's more to take some moments to just stop from your crazy routine and just mm-hmm. check in with yourself and make sure you're breathing and connect with how you're feeling in that moment. And what your mind is doing, so that you get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's a it's a very uh, easy technique to use. And what you're really saying to people is stop and become aware. Many times we're so busy doing and running that we're just not we're not even aware. I mean, until later on, until after the fact. Exactly. And then exactly. we want to know why we're so tired, or why we're so hungry, or why we're so upset. Because we haven't allowed ourselves to process any of that when it happened. Exactly. Yes. So let's talk about the laughter piece. What exactly you do to bring out laughter? Um, do, do people, do you practice laughing in your workshops? We certainly do. And um, the way I like to start, and this is, this is a great thing to do, um, is to raise both arms up in the air and shout, Yahoo, three times. <laughs> because it has a very positive effect on us and can really lift your mood. Uh, and, and then we start laughing. And when we laugh, we don't talk, uh, we just laugh. Mm-hmm. And then the second stage, I do a chime, and then the second stage is sitting in silence. Oh, so you go from the laughter to silence. That's very interesting. Yes, it's it's very, very powerful because the laughter... Well, it has many of its own benefits, but then it acts as a bridge to take us deep into our inner silence. And I found that a lot of people who thought they couldn't get into meditation or gave up and that kind of thing, they just love the laughter meditation. It is the most popular one I teach. Well, uh, what I find interesting, go ahead, go ahead. Well, because it helps to, it helps them to drop down to that inner silence and inner peace and inner wisdom that we all have inside us. Well, and you're going really from one extreme to the other because the laughter expends a lot of energy. Yes. There's a lot of physical energy. And so you're going from that, which is loud, big sound, 
um, to not to quiet. Yes. So it's kind of from one extreme to the other. Yes, it is. And and the, the great thing about laughter is, too, that it releases a tremendous amount of stress from the body. And the, the, the number one reason to do it is for that, because it really helps the body release all that tension. And as we become more relaxed, then it's much easier to drop down into inner silence and inner stillness. And you learn the contrast of, because laughter we usually do relating with others with our eyes open, and it's as you said, it's a very extrovert and loud activity. And then the second stage, when we close our eyes and go within, that's when we focus on ourselves and relating with ourselves and dropping deeper down inside. And it really facilitates people to learn the dance between the two. Because mm. as I was mentioning the previous technique, the 30-second stop te- technique, you know, most of our lives is, is concerned with other people. And we can, we can lose ourselves or lose our connection with ourselves by being too much connected with other people. But on the other hand, we don't want to spend our lives like a hermit, you know, on a mountaintop in meditation either. <laughs> so it helps you get that balance of relating with others and relating with yourself. And it's something that you can do anytime, anywhere. Exactly. Yes, it's very easy to do, and you can do it for any amount of time. For example, if you don't have much time, you can do 30 seconds of laughter, 30 seconds of sitting in silence, or you can do two minutes of each or five minutes of each or ten minutes of each. It's good if you can to keep the same amount of time for each stage so you learn that balance between the two. Mm. Very good. Would you have another um, meditation? that you can share with us from your book? Uh, yes. I like to talk about love when I'm talking about meditation mm. because I think a lot of people don't realize that love and meditation are inextricably intertwined. The path of love leads to meditation and the path of meditation leads to love because love helps us drop the ego and and fall deep in the heart and therefore become more relaxed. And the person we want to start with loving the most is ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I have this short little meditation. This is in the four-minute categories of meditations. Uh, It's called opening to self-love. And so you sit silently with your eyes closed and... Get in touch with your, your heart at your chest, your heart area, and breathe. And you can ask yourself, can you totally accept yourself just as you are right now? Would you have any problems with that? And what fears or beliefs stop you from being loving and compassionate with yourself? And as you get a clear understanding of these inner mechanisms, the old habits of self-rejection and doubt begin to fade away. Because the, the more we love ourselves, 
then the more we can receive love and give love, this opens up our heart and we we can give more love to others too, but we must always start with loving ourselves first. It's very beautifully said, Pugito. And this these are meditations are in the book. These they're exercises. Yes. They're exercises more than meditations. Well, they're both because um, any activity can be a meditation, as I explain in the introduction to the book. Um, meditation is not a technique. Meditation is a quality of presence that we can bring to any activity. Mm-hmm. So we can be in the shower, for example, um, thinking about our day ahead at the office. That's not meditation. <laughs> Or we can be in the shower, fully present, enjoying the hot water and enjoying our time in the shower. And then we can make that into a meditation. We can make any daily activity a meditation. Once you and what's the quality? So the quality, what makes it a meditation, Pugito, is that, is that you're noticing everything around you. You're in the present. You're in the that- present, exactly. And then, And then your whole life becomes meditative has a meditative quality and that's what's happened to me over the 30 years since I first started studying meditation is I keep that quality with me all the time because I've learned to be present all the time that's such a great quality and what do you think is the difference in your life or in anyone's life who is present all the time what are the gifts the rewards that you get from that? Well, uh, you don't lose things uh, or forget things. And when you're in your relationships, when you're talking to people, they know you're fully present. And that gives um, a greater opportunity for creativity, particularly if there's a potential problem there with another person. You, it really gives you access to your creativity, which you need, um, and particularly also with relating with children, you need your creativity to be there. And children always know if we're present or not present. So it enhances all your relationships. And when you have an awareness of yourself, for example, you can know, okay, this isn't a good time for me to make this call or to do this certain thing. I'll put it on my calendar for tomorrow. Uh, when I'll, you know, feel in a better mood to be doing whatever it is because you really get to learn to know yourself and know um, your strengths and you learn to play to your strengths and it, it really enhances your life on every level. It certainly helps your health because you're listening to your body mm-hmm. and if the body's tired then you need to rest or it needs to eat or it needs to drink and so on um so you can save a lot of money on on doctor's bills and a lot of mm-hmm. pain and suffering too in that yeah, regard well, one of the things that has really helped me is if i'm talking with someone or if i'm engaging with someone and i can feel upset or i can feel something's not right i will get a physical reaction in my stomach i mean yeah. my stomach will tighten um, I mean, I just, I know immediately, even if, even if what they're saying sounds okay, yes. but I know it isn't because I know what the intention is behind that, or I pick something up, 
I, I really have a physical reaction within myself that I do pay attention to. Yes, and that's that's excellent because that's your intuition, that's your inner wisdom kicking in saying, you know, okay, all, all, all the, though this person is saying all these nice, nice things, the energy they are transmitting yes. is, is negative. Yes. And you've le- you not only learn to pick that up as, as you are, which is great, but also to trust it. To trust it. Yeah, I would, I would say over the years that's one thing I've learned to trust. And I think that, as you said, sometimes, as you said, your intuition doesn't make sense in the outer world because yes. the two and two in the outer world that adds up to four doesn't feel like it in the inner world. And it's up to us to say, well, it may add up to the right number, but something doesn't feel right. Yes, exactly. And trust that. Trust that. Because that can, yeah. you know, ultimately it can save your life. Um, it, or it can save you being in a very compromising situation. Um, it, it can save you all kinds of problems when you trust that. Trust yourself. That's one of the greatest gifts you get from uh, meditation. Yeah. Tell us about the workshops you do. Well, uh, I do the Laughter Meditation 101 teleclass program. The next one starts on September the 13th. And that is uh, a one-hour teleclass, which is recorded if people can't make it live. And it's one hour a month for six months. And then if if people really enjoy it, they can do Laughter Meditation 202, which follows it, and then Laughter Meditation 303. And at the end of that, I give everybody a certification to be a Laughter Meditation coach. Mm. Because my my vision is to reach millions of people worldwide with a Laughter Meditation, and I need help doing that. So I'm looking to train as many people as, as are interested to, to, you know, to start sharing it. And um, it's wonderful to have so many students that I already have and so many students coming in and new people. I love new people coming in um, to, to share this worldwide. And do you work mostly in groups or with individuals as well? I work with individuals uh, with my hypnotherapy work, which I do on the phone, uh, helping people... Um, change old pro- programmings that aren't work working for them. So, so it depends what's going on in their life, but any aspect of their life that isn't working, we can look at it at the deeper level and do emotional healing and change some old beliefs and get them also in touch with their inner wisdom, their creativity and their joy and turn mm-hmm. things around. It's very powerful work. Give us an example um, without mentioning names, of course, of someone you worked with who came to you, you know, in despair, in distress, and really saw a huge difference after the work. Can you give us an example? Yes. Um, one of my students, she was in a very bad marriage where she was uh, sort of giving away all of her money. She was paying for everything for the family and she was not being treated well. And um, after doing the hypnotherapy work, she was able to find the courage to leave the marriage and start up on her own. And she's doing that very successfully. She's already met a, a wonderful man who treats her with the respect she deserves. And she's 
getting her own business going now with her creativity and making a lot more money than she used to. And that all came from the hypnotherapy or from the classes of the laughter and meditation? She or took both. both. She took both. Mm-hmm. She, she took both because the, the just by becoming was, aware of herself and honoring herself more, exactly. she was able to handle this. Exactly. It was. It's. It's a matter of keep bringing awareness and and learning to love yourself and respect yourself. And I think that just by signing up, for example. With the laughter meditation class, that just shows that you love yourself enough to do that, you know, to give yourself mm-hmm. that gift. And, uh, and also doing the individual work because you want to get out of this situation that isn't working for you, but you don't know how. But I know how, and I can certainly help people with that. Well, a lot of it, don't you think, Pugino, is the fear? Yes. The fear of the change of, you know, this is something new and I'm used to what I have. I don't want to change it. Yes, it is fear. And I talk a lot about fear, too, in my book. And what helps with fear is love and laughter. Because you can't be worried and laughing at the same time. You can't be in a state of fear and laughing at the same time. So laughter really is another, it's another um, thing that brings you into the present. Yes. When you laugh, you have to be right here, right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And every, I mean, most people have experienced that when you're truly laughing, you're just in the present moment. The mind isn't there making up all kinds of problems. And when you make a deliberate practice of the laughter meditation, it helps tremendously with healing fear. Right. All right. Well, we're just about to close. Tell people how they can find you, your workshops, your books, your individual sessions with hypnotherapy. Uh, people can find me on my website, www.discovermeditation.com. And from there, you can send me an email as a contact button. You can join the Laughing Buddhist Network. It's free. And you can sign up for the free call tomorrow if you got time. And uh, people can also call me. My number is 415-925-9533 if they have any questions. Tell us again, please, about um, the workshop tomorrow or the call tomorrow. The call tomorrow is at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and it's a free call. And you sign up on discovermeditation.com right there on the home page. And the title of the call is Laughter Meditation Techniques for Anxiety Relief, Peace, and Happiness. And I'm going to be talking about how laughter can help you heal worry and anxiety and plug you into the positive law of attraction so that you can attract what you want and, and your life can become much more easy and flowing and you learn to receive and have your dreams come true. Thank you so much. That's exactly what this program is all about. Thank you so much, Brigitte, for being on the program. Well, I've enjoyed it immensely, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Yes, very inspirational. One more time, your phone number? It's 415-925-9533. Okay, and uh, please write to Pagito and or call her and let her know you heard it right here on VoiceAmerica.com, and I'm sure she'll give you some special time and I to, to share will. with you. 
All right. Thank you so much. Stay on the line. All right, folks, that closes uh, our program for today, Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. Our guest has been Pragito Dove, and her book is Laughter, Tears, Silence, Expressive Meditations to Calm Your Mind and Open Your Heart. She's the founder of Laughing Buddha's Network and president of Discover Meditation Training, Inc., all right, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. And as Bugino said, know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, right here on Patricia Raskin Positive Living on voiceamerica.com. Bye for now. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.